And we welcome you to another edition of Kale and Company Live here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Northeast Delta Dental has individual and family plans designed to fit your lifestyle. You can learn more and find your plan at nedelta.com or deltadentalcoversme.com. And uh, very pleased to say that we uh, welcome back to the studio this morning the one and only, the uh, debonair Scott Spradling. Neat Good morning, dresser, Ken. swell dancer, you know the, the routine. <laughs> He's something and, like that. And, and uh, a great vocalist as well. Thank you, sir. With the uh, Scott Spradling Band, which I hope is going to appear somewhere soon because I want to see him again. Oh, thanks, buddy. But Good to we, see you. It's always uh, always a pleasure to have you with us. And uh, joining us on the phone is uh, Phil Tom. Phil, how are you this morning? Good morning, Ken. How are you doing today? Doing great. Phil is the co-founder, along with his wife, Julie, of Swim with a Mission. Phil has been with us before to talk about his incredible uh, organization that has been around for just a, a relatively short time, but has already raised millions and millions of dollars to uh, aid our veterans. And it's just an amazing uh, organization. And how, how long has it been around, Phil? Uh, six years now, Ken. Yeah. Feels like a hundred, but it feels, <laughs> feels like a hundred. Yeah, and but but how much money is, has been raised? It's incredible. You told us last time, but it's uh, for those yeah. who didn't hear. We've been able to uh, raise and donate to various veteran service organizations over eight and a half million dollars uh, in just six years. So we're very proud of that. It's just incredible. It, it really and truly is. When you think and when you think the fact that you know Phil and, and Julie Taub, they have day jobs. This is a yeah. this is a this is a glorified side hustle and something that is uh, just an incredible effort. And what Phil and and Julie have been able to do to to help our veterans by supporting. The many different organizations at the grassroots level where it matters the most, where every dollar gets spent directly on veterans-related care and services, it's really amazing. And I, I, you know, I personally think, and I'm biased because I really like the guy, but I personally think that, that they have come up with a blueprint that can and should be emulated around the country for creating efforts like this and, and supporting these different programs. And, and I mean, Phil, how... I'm not sure exactly how you and Julie came up with all of this because it almost seems like it was a lightning strike inspiration of one event that turned into this big thing. Thank you, Scott. Scott, I appreciate all the kind words. You know, I guess the best way I can sort of sum this up is it's just been a journey, right? Uh, at every step, uh, we've, we've kind of like poked our head up and looked around. We keep asking ourselves the question, how can we make the most difference in our community? And there's lots of different angles to this. There's lots of different ways to look at this. But if you just look at one one very basic thing, we have too many veterans taking their own lives, mm. right? And it's a complicated issue. It's a complicated thing to solve. But on the other hand, I think we have figured out, you know, what the solution is. And it's really to, to take an organization like ours that then encourages all the various stakeholders in the community the VA, the 40-plus veteran service organizations, the state, the hospitals, to all work together, right, which never happened before. There was no collaboration. There was nobody working together. And if we can facilitate that and we can keep adding more money into the community so there's more service dogs, more art therapy, more recreational retreats, more mental health counseling, I think together all of these groups now working together is going to make the difference. 
Well, you guys have done an amazing job in the uh, you know the short time that you have been around, and we'll, we'll continue to do that. And one of the ways that you are currently uh, raising money to help our veterans and veterans organizations is a tremendous raffle, one like you won't find uh, anywhere else. A chance to win a 2003 World Championship Super Bowl ring from the New England Patriots, courtesy of uh, Lou Imbriano, uh, who uh, donated the ring. I mean, what a what a what a tremendous donation that was. How do you, how do you give up a Super Bowl ring? But uh, <laughs> somehow, uh, Lou, who was the former uh, Patriots vice president and chief marketing officer, uh, has uh, generously donated uh, the ring, and uh, you know you, you've sold quite a few. Uh, a raffle tickets so far, but there are more to go. You're right. As I look at the uh, the website right now, Phil, it looks like uh, 41% of the $100,000 goal uh, has been reached, but we want 100% of that $100,000 goal to be achieved. And, uh, you know, just, just give us a little of the backstory because we, we like to think that people listen to this show every day, but they, they might have they missed one or two uh, along the way. Uh, Lou Imbriano, I, I knew him first when he was uh, working with the Sports Huddle guys. Did in, you really? In Boston. Well, I didn't know him personally. I just knew his name. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Eddie Andelman, Mark Whitkin, and Jim McCarthy back in another era, really. Uh, but uh, really got the Boston Sports Talk Radio started. Absolutely, uh, they were they were the uh, trailblazers in that regard. But uh, Lou then went on to work for the Patriots, as I mentioned. And uh, how did this all come about, Phil? How did uh, did uh, did Lou approach you about this, or how did it all unfold? Yeah, I mean, how cool is this? Who who does this, by the way? Who right, donate a Bowl <laughs> ring. You, right. you literally can't buy one. Okay, you go. I defy anyone to go on the internet right now and try to buy a Super Bowl ring. It doesn't exist. And even more, Lou, Lou came to me. I'll tell you the quick backstory. He came to one of our events last year. And in this event, we were honoring Gold Star families, Gold Star mothers that lost their sons in the war on terror. Mm. And he was so moved by that event uh, that he called me up. He said, I've, I haven't been able to sleep. I've been thinking about this a lot. I've talked to my wife. I have three Super Bowl rings, and I have two children. And we've been struggling what to do with the third ring. How about if I donate this to Swim with a Mission and you can raffle it off and raise money? I was, I got to tell you, I was blown away, you know. And this happens. People, people are so amazing. People come to us and say, how can we help? What can we do? And so here we are. We're raffling it off. And, and I, we got it appraised, you know, which I think is just part of the process. This thing is appraised for over $70,000. Wow. And somebody who pays $100 for a ticket is going to get a ring worth over $70,000. How incredible is that? It's fantastic. And the odds, I mean, you're only selling 1,000 tickets, which is great. There's a cap on it. And, and as Ken mentioned before, 412 have been sold, so we're almost halfway with a few weeks to go. At Why don't you, Phil, describe what we're doing here towards the end run? Because there's a deadline on this thing, and uh, it's, a, it's a very timely and appropriate one. How does this thing get yeah. wrapped up? Yeah, when the tickets are gone, they're gone. And we're going to raffle them off, off course on Super Bowl Sunday. Perfect. So we've got about three weeks to go. and uh, But when the tickets are gone, they're gone. And I, I think there will be a lot of people who at the last minute are sort of scrambling around. 
lot of people know about this. People have been amazing and generous and already bought tickets. And every dollar of this is going to go to our veterans, every single dollar. Love so that. an extra $100,000 is going to help our veterans is an amazing thing. It's incredible. And I think people need to understand just how rare this is. Phil mentioned it a second ago. He defied anybody to jump online and try to Google search buying a Super Bowl ring. This is the real deal ring from Super Bowl 38 when the Patriots won over uh, Carolina. And no, wait, Philly. Which one was it? I keep No, no, it was Carolina. It was, yeah, okay, thank you. Over, over the Carolina Panthers. So a thrilling victory, a field goal that won it. Another one of those right down to the wire kinds of football games. But this is the actual championship ring that is of the exact same possession by Tom Brady himself. He has this identical ring. So talk about a conversation starter. Talk about a uh, Patriots fan uh, showcase piece. This is a one of a kind item. So, you know, many thanks to Lou Ambriano for, for donating this thing, but it is that rare of an object that for the ideal Patriots fan, for a simple hundred bucks, you're in the running for this thing and you could end up with a, a priceless and timeless Patriots piece of gear. Yeah, you say $70,000, but really, it is priceless. It is. Yeah. It absolutely you, you is. You could not buy one of these. No, you, not at right? all. No. Not at all. Um, Phil, I, so so thank you for doing this, and and obviously we have many thanks for Lou for donating one of his rings on something like this, the official Super Bowl ring. But let me ask you this: when to back you up on swim with a mission, what you and Julie have put together, it, I I find remarkable. When you got this up and running, what was that first moment of feedback you got, maybe from a veteran, uh, or maybe from a program leader, where you thought to yourself, I can't stop doing this. We're making more progress than I thought we were going to make. This is turning into something big. What was that moment in time that maybe you and Julie shared yeah. that this was like bigger than you thought it was going to be? I, I'll tell you a very quick story that, that I remember very vividly it, that really crystallized that. But let's just tell you, listeners, if they want to buy a raffle ticket, just go to our website, SWAM, SWAM.org, in case anyone ready to buy one right now. I hope they are. And I tell you but, what, Phil, if you don't mind, because we're hearing the music, save that story because I want that okay. answer. We'll, we'll catch you on the other side of the break. Terrific. <laughs> All right, Phil. Hang in there. Phil Tobb with us. Phil, the uh, co-founder, along with his wife, Julie, of an incredible organization, Swim with a Mission. And you can uh, check out that website at swam.org. S-W-A-M. Swim with a Mission. Uh, .org. S-W-A-M. And you can see that Patriots ring up close and personal, and uh, and the nice, uh, very nice case that it comes in as well. It's it's just an amazing item. And uh, get online right now and uh, check it out. Take a break. Scott Spradling is in the house as well. We will be right back. Kale and Company, WKXL, NHTalkRadio.com, powered by Northeast Delta Dental. Kale and Company live here on WKXL. We're great, uh, grateful to have you with us today and also grateful to have uh, Scott Spradling in studio and uh, Phil Tobb on the phone with us today. And Phil, the uh, co-founder, along with his wife, Judy, of Swim With A Mission, SWAM.com. They are giving away a Patriots 2003 Super Bowl championship ring encased in a... Uh, 
a, a beautiful box there. And, it's uh, gorgeous. I'm, I'm just looking at it right now on the website, and you can too by uh, going to swam.com. Dot org. Uh, dot org. Dot org. I'm sorry. Dot That's org. okay. And, and uh, there are uh, raffle tickets available for only $100. They're only selling 1000 That's right. $100,000 is the goal. All going to veterans and veteran organizations, and uh, it's just an, an amazing thing and uh, something that you could never purchase. Uh, I, I don't think you can go online and purchase a Super Bowl <laughs> ring. At least to my knowledge, you can't. <laughs> this so, is the next best thing. Just go to swam.org and get that ticket. So, Scott, uh, Phil asked you a question prior to our, our break uh, and, and was just wondered, you know, when you and Julie realized that you were starting to make a, a big difference in the in the lives of so many. Thank you. It was a great question, and I'll, I'll give you a, try to give you a quick answer, but it was a beautiful moment. So back in 2017, we held our very first event up at Newfound Lake, and it was just a swim across Newfound Lake. And we knew we had about 100 or so swimmers had signed up, which we thought was great for a first-time event. And we had put signs up all over Newfound Lake and Lake Winnipesaukee, you know, telling the community that the Navy SEALs were coming. And they were going to do a demonstration, but we didn't know if anybody was going to show up. And Alex Ray from the Common Man uh, had agreed that he would come and try to feed the crowd. And I had told him really optimistically that I thought maybe 200 people would be there. And so he, he showed up with maybe two volunteers to help him cook. And suddenly there was about 1,500 people there had shown up, right? And so he was cutting burgers into quarters, you know, and hot dogs <laughs> to have. And, and he'd asked if anybody in the crowd could help him cook because the lines were out of control. Mm. And so a bunch of people just in the crowd, you know, I saw just said, yeah, I'll help, I'll help. And I saw there was a woman uh, all day. She was cooking next to Alex, you know, never said a word, just cooking away, cooking away, serving burgers. And uh, just just before the SEALs were going to do a big demonstration for the first time, they were going to parachute in and do a hostage rescue. It was very exciting. Two SEALs came up to me. They were wearing fatigues. And I had literally just met them the night before and said, hey, Phil, we're really hungry. This line is really long. Any, any chance we can cut the line and get some food? And so I took them behind the line. Uh, and there's Alex Ray cooking away. And this woman who'd been next to him all day, kind of peeled away and walked right up to us uh and she looked at us and she looked at the seals and she said hi um this is a picture of my son and i looked at it and it was a picture of a soldier wearing all black black helmet standing in an airplane and the seals looked at the picture and said oh seal team eight. Oh wow and i didn't see any markings so I, I i didn't know what was going on and she said this is my son I haven't heard from him in over a month. He's deployed overseas. I don't know if he's okay. And one of the SEALs, without missing a beat, said, Ma'am, he's fine. He's with his SEAL team brothers. Hmm. And she started crying, and they gave her a big hug. And she never said another word. She turned around, she went back in line, and she continued to, to cook. And I looked at these guys. I was like, wow, that was, that was really powerful. And they were like, what? He's fine. Like, he's, <laughs> he's with these SEAL brothers. And I, I walked away, and I remember thinking to myself, that woman who I never, I still don't know her name. I don't know who she is. Her son was a Navy SEAL. She heard about this event. She just came down to see what it was. They asked for volunteers. She agreed to help. 
And she needed that moment of reassurance, you know, with these seals. And I was like, wow, like everything we do is going to touch somebody in some way. Mm -hmm. And that's what it's all about is this powerful thing. And that was the first moment when I realized like, wow, this is so much bigger than just us. Wow, what a moment that that's was. That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. And that's that right there, that's the story that would get me out of bed every morning <laughs> to do this kind of thing. Phil, I'm amazed what you and Julie have been able to build out of essentially uh, the, the kindness of your hearts and this inner motivation. And it has really turned into something special and extraordinary. So thank you for all the work that you're doing on behalf of New Hampshire veterans and their families and friends and loved ones. And uh, I know we have to let you go. Uh, we'll have to we'll have to soldier on without you, no pun intended. But oh, yes, as, a, as a, as a yeah. quick re, quick <laughs> reminder, it's it's S W A M Swam Swim with a Mission Swam dot org is where you can jump online and find out a lot of information about what this incredible organization is doing. You can get on and jump in and grab one of those raffle tickets to the Super Bowl thirty eight ring that is uh, going to support this incredible organization. We're going to raise one hundred thousand dollars. We're going to get there. But you've got a shot at this point before the Super Bowl weekend of grabbing one of those golden tickets and a shot at winning that ring. But there are other reasons to jump around on that website as well. So, Phil, we just we we can't thank you enough. We appreciate you. We know you got to go. But uh, thanks so much for all the work that you and your wife, Julie, are doing on behalf of veterans. Well, thank you so much, Scott, for those kind words. Thank you, Ken. Appreciate uh, everything you're doing for veterans. It's really amazing. Great show. And uh, when folks are on our website, uh, registration is open for some of our events already. They're not till July, but for the swimmers out there, nothing like January to start swimming again. So uh, <laughs> check us out. and Thank you all. We'll look forward to catching up with you soon. Thanks Very a good. lot, bud. Phil, thanks so much for all you do. Thank you. Take care. We'll talk with you soon. And uh, that's Phil Taub, co-founder, along with his wife, uh, Julie. Swim with a mission, swam.org. And, uh, yeah, as Scott said, you'll find out a lot of information about uh, what the organization has done, is doing, and uh, get the information and uh, register for one of those uh, raffle tickets to possibly win. You've got a one in a hundred. I mean, uh, that's uh, uh, a great one in a thousand, I should say. One in a thousand uh, is uh, great odds. Uh, really good odds. Yeah, really uh, is. You, you think about, uh, you know, these mega millions and, right. uh, you know, all, all the all the lottery games and, you know, that's great. But, uh, you know, this is, uh, you know, a, a thousand, no, you know, an opportunity to for a hundred dollars to. And, and you're a winner either way because you're helping veterans and veteran organizations. That's right. And and whether, you know, you win the ring or not, you are, you're doing a, a great service to, uh, you know, those who need it. So, uh, you know, you're a winner either way. So just uh, get online and uh, make that uh, contribution. And if you win the ring, that is fantastic. The odds of winning it through this mm-hmm. raffle are easier than actually getting into the NFL and winning a Super Bowl. Yep. Oh, like yeah. way easier. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> much, much. And, and to your point, Ken, and this is what I love about what Phil and Julie have put together. I mean, Lou Embriano, his generosity knows no bounds at something like this, but he gave this ring over to them to say, here, no strings attached, raffle the thing off, mm-hmm. make what you can. And then Phil and Julie are literally doing this thing out of their own, on their own dime, out of their own pocket. Every dime raised is going to go straight to 
um, the, these programs. It's not like there's a you know ten percent administration fee or something right. like that. Right, hundred thousand dollars right into the coffers, and that makes a huge difference because these these nonprofits. I mean, every nonprofit has a shoestring budget. That's just how they run. Yeah. But especially for these veterans organizations, many of which are run by one or two people, kind of like this one, that are very specific to a certain need responding to a certain cause. Sometimes it's helping with homelessness. Sometimes it's mental health services. Sometimes it's food insecurity. Mm. Other times it's dealing with um, uh, support animals. So these are all dollars that will go straight to these causes. So it literally is putting dollars into the places that will have the most impact. Outstanding. And uh, the raffle will end on Super Bowl Sunday. That's right. And the drawing date is the next day, Yep, February 13th at 6 p.m. So act now. I know people, myself included, have a tendency to put things off until the last (laughs) minute, last second sometimes. Uh, But uh, do it now. While it's uh, fresh in your mind, and uh, just think about it, just just the thought of having a Super Bowl ring, oh my gosh, in your possession, love it. I mean, what what a collector's item. The bragging it rights. Is. The absolutely, bragging absolutely. S W A M dot org. You'll get a great look at the ring, and uh, you know it, it's it's uh, it's a, an item that uh, you know in, in the overall scheme of things, very few people possess. That's right. That is very, very true. All right, we'll take a break, and uh, Scott and I will be back uh, right after these messages and talk about who knows what, but it'll be interesting. (laughs) It'll be entertaining. It'll be intriguing. I guarantee. Kale & Company, presented by Northeast Delta Dental. We'll be right back right here on WKXL and NHTalkRadio.com. Welcome back. It is Kale and Company live right here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com, streaming around the world and around the clock in our great signals at 1450 a.m. The signal that's even been around longer than Scott Spradling and myself. At, uh, <laughs> that's a long time. It is a long time. 1450 on the a.m. dial and a 1019 FM in the uh, Manchester area and well beyond. And again, we want to uh, advise people that our 1039 FM signal temporarily uh, off the air because of that mm. uh, mammoth windstorm that we had on December 23rd. Uh, it did a it did a number on our transmitter, and uh, we're working on it and hope to uh, get it back up and running in the not too distant future. But, Good. Uh, one, if you go to 1039, you're just going to hear a lot of static right now. But 1019 comes in uh, loud and clear, and uh, of course uh, the the signal that's been around forever 1450 on the AM dial. Well, this from the uh, New York Post. Okay. Uh, this morning, the Hit Tom me. Brady sweepstakes <laughs> are going to heat up fast when the season comes to an end. Mm-hmm. I'm getting pop-ups here all over the place, as you will. As the uh, Buccaneers quarterback prepares for a wild card matchup, this is oh, this was written a few days ago. But anyway, the Titans, the 49ers, and the Raiders are in the mix to land Brady, according to NFL Network's Ian Rappaport. Interesting. Titans. Of course, Mike Vrabel, the yep. coach there, is former, former Pat, former teammate, uh, 49ers. His, he's from that so area, his hometown. Yeah. Yep, and the Vegas Raiders with Josh, Josh McDaniels as their head coach. Yeah, yeah. So I'd, I'd have to think, just thinking about that list, 
given the level of success that San Francisco is having right now with their young quarterback, who's Mr. Just, Irrelevant, oh my God, last player drafted, who's lighting it up, and yeah. he's their third string quarterback. They yeah. have two other really good options and and good quarterbacks. Yeah. So a fourth quarterback option for San Francisco that seems like the kind of conversation that's like bring Tom Brady home, yeah. but is this really best for the team? Kind of thing. So I would I would sort of put them at the end of that train. But the the one that's the most intriguing to me is definitely Las Vegas. Although a Mike Vrabel, Tennessee-led um, quarterback effort there, yeah. uh, that Vrabel has a really good core football team. He They're does. a tough he beat, does. a great defense, and with a few upgrades and weapons, Tennessee could be a serious contender with Brady yeah, at the helm. You would and have to think. And I, I don't know about you, Ken, but I am of the I am of the school of thought that although that interception that he threw in the wild card game was a very damaging one. The defense for Tampa was not going to keep them in that game. Right. That Dallas was just too strong. They were moving the ball too easily. And there's when you don't have an offensive line because all of your best players are injured, um, you don't give Brady the time to do what he can do. So you you know give him the time and he still has all of the acuity that you need oh, from a so high bad. level yeah. performing quarterback so i feel like he's still got fuel in the tank to compete at this highest oh, level oh i don't think there's any doubt he's yeah. going to be uh, 46 on august 3rd it's just unbelievable but, but still uh yeah but you know i i don't think tampa bay is an option i think he's done there i agree i think I, it's I, three and done yep. one super bowl uh, in his first year there, and uh, you know th- their offensive line is not very good. He didn't get a whole lot of protection. No, uh, and uh, and the, and the defense uh, not very solid either. So uh, I don't know. I, I think I think I have to throw in Miami. That was talked about a, a, a while ago as a possible option with right. him and Sean Payton, the former Saints coach, going there. I mean that gets that yeah. gets really interesting yeah. too. Yeah. And when when you're talking about the injuries to Tua, yeah. Um, you you just have to wonder if that becomes an interesting conversation, which really is going to require some therapy for Pats fans because you <laughs> when we watched him leave New England the first time, so many people. Join Tom Brady to become Tampa Bay fans. And, I mean, I watched it all around me. I I was seeing Tampa Bay Buccaneers gear. But when you're talking NFC, they've only played once since Brady left and and won't in the near future unless there's like a a Super Bowl matchup or something like that. Um, It's safe to to cheer for Brady because there's not really a direct impact. Now if you're talking about a fellow AFC East team, that's going to make it really hard for Brady fans to stay on the Brady bandwagon if they're still truly Pats fans. Well, they they might be able to root for him... you know, <laughs> except when he's playing weeks. against the Patriots. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, the the two games they have against the Patriots. Yeah. If, he was, if he was in the same division, but yeah. uh, it's it, tricky. It, it'll, it'll really be interesting because you know there, there was that story that came out you know months ago about the fact that uh, you know Miami was kind of recruiting him and right. Sean Payton. That's right to go there. The, yeah. the, the head coach who used to coach New Orleans very successfully. And, you know, I would have to think New Orleans is maybe on the table as well. Possibly. I mean, uh, Peyton could go back there yep. with, and bring Brady along with him. Because yeah. Brady now is a, is a free agent. He can sign with anyone. I know there are many people around here that would uh, love to have him uh, reunite with the Patriots. <laughs> I don't see that happening. I, I, I really don't see it happening. I, I don't mean, think as so. As great a story as it would be. Right. Uh, and it would be. And we would create a lot of buzz. Yeah. And the Patriots need some buzz. And ironically, right on paper, 
the Patriots would be the kind of team that Tom Brady will be looking for because we now know what he's going to be looking for because he did this once now, leaving New England to go to Tampa. He wants to go to a place where when he jumps in, they are a contender, Mm -hmm. where they have a good solid core defense and appropriate weapons on offense to allow him to do what he needs to do. The yeah. Patriots kind of have that right now. They, they could do. use a couple of upgrades they on do. offense, they... a couple of weapons, but their defense is sound. And very much so. In the offseason, you know they're going to improve. Right. And Mac Jones is a bit of a uh, potential lightning rod and, and slightly controversial character in, among yeah. New England fans right now. The, 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 the jury is a little bit out on whether or not Fans want him to stay and whether he wants to stay in New England. There's There seems to be um, a potential chill between the leadership and Mac Jones. So and, and, it, on paper, it, the Patriots actually make sense for him. They really do. I, I mean, because they, they do have some good weapons offensively. They Absolutely. They really do. I, I think, uh, you know, last year, Mac Jones' rookie year, he made the Pro Bowl. You I bet. mean, he was playing very well yep. under... You know, the, the guidance of Josh McDaniels That's right. as the offensive coordinator That's and quarterbacks right. coach yep. at that time. Yeah. And, and what happened this year? They, they, the coaching coach, coaching staff was completely different. Right. Matt Patricia and Joe Judge coaching the offense. That was a hot mess. It, it was. That it was a was. hot mess. Yeah. And that's, it. you know, you can directly point to Belichick with that one. Yeah. I mean, uh, now there's talk that Bill O'Brien, the former Patriots offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. coordinator might come back from Alabama. Where right. Working with the Nick Saban for a couple of years, and you know the fun, the ironic part of that is that uh, when uh, Mac Jones was leaving Alabama, Bill O'Brien was just coming in, mm-hmm. and they spent some time together, Mac Jones and Bill O'Brien, going over the Alabama offense. That's interesting. That yeah. could be a that yeah. that could be a powerful alliance between those two. If yeah. listen, yeah. It, you know, if we're if we're just in sort of like reckless uh, figuring out mode and, yeah. and just throwing guesses, yeah. I would put the smart money on Brady going to see his friend Josh McDaniels and reuniting yeah. there yeah. because they have had the success. They know each other's brains and what want what needs to be done and McDaniels puts together a super complicated offense, but there are some real and substantial offensive weapons in Las Vegas. That is a team that on paper has all of the tools because we were all expecting them to do extremely well. And now that they've booted their starting quarterback, that is an urgent search. And why not? Bring those two old friends back together and see what can happen out west. And and that honestly, that's the one I'm the most excited about as a possibility. About Vegas, yeah, Brady and right? Vegas. Brady and Vegas. Yeah. Good lord, a single man in Vegas. And <laughs> Somebody put a leash on that guy. <laughs> that would be very intriguing. In yes, fact, all of the possibilities are yeah. intriguing, right? Yeah, they really uh, are to me, and including the you know can't rule out the Patriots, but I I, I just don't think that uh, that he would come back. Yeah, I really don't. No. I I don't think as so. As much as Mr. Kraft might want him back. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, if he came in for a year or two, and I think that's all you could possibly expect. I, I don't think yeah. he's going to play any more than two more years. I, I mean, I don't think so. I yeah. don't think so. I can't imagine he wants to go out the way he did in this season, oh, though, no. because the no. Bucks just, yeah. um, they weren't firing on all cylinders. Their head coaching change made a negative impact, and injuries decimated what was otherwise going to be a good and competitive team. And, I mean, they scrambled for a 500 season. It's kind of and amazing they, they got it. that far. And they didn't yeah. even get it. They yeah, were they eight, ended up they had the same nine. record as the Patriots. <laughs> <They did>. Yeah, <laughs> just unfortunate. So yeah. it's... um. 
Um, I, I think, again, he's got fuel left in the tank and the competitive fire still burns. He's got to have at least one more season. Although I would say that if he goes deep in the playoffs, even without a Super Bowl win with another team, yeah. I got to think that maybe he tries to go out quasi on top. But then yeah. again, he's the guy that's done things that nobody else has. How about a quarterback that leads a third team to a Super Bowl? Yeah, Why not? It could uh, well happen. It could well happen, <laughs> uh, given the proper location. And uh, it's going to be very intriguing. I mean, the football is going to steal the headlines from all the other sports, as they no usually doubt. do right uh, in the offseason, <laughs> especially when Tom Brady is a free agent. <laughs> Scott Spradling is in the house. This is Kale and Company live here on WKXL, 1450 AM, 101.9 on the FM dial in Manchester and beyond and streaming around the world and around the clock at nhtalkradio.com. We are powered by Northeast Delta Dental. Kale and Company live here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. You can stream us wherever you go. No matter where you are in the free world, uh, you can hear WKXL uh, just by logging on to nhtalkradio.com. And you can find the previous programs that we've had here on Kale and Company and the other shows here on WKXL as well. Scott Spradling, a man for all seasons. (laughs) Is uh, in the studio with us. The winter version. And, and the winter version of Scott Spradling. <laughs> and uh, I think we have some winter coming on, on Friday, as a matter of fact. Sounds what, it. What I, what I hear. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of, not that I'm really the, an, an outdoors kind of guy, but, uh, you know, for all the snowmobilers out there and, and the skiers, we need it. We need some white stuff. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's not There's not enough, and we've got a whole stock and trade of people come to New Hampshire to spend all their money on us, and so we need a little bit more of that white stuff. We haven't really had in in the southern part of the state southern to central part of the state we really haven't had a good uh, snowmobile season in no. four or five years heck can i haven't even fired up my snowblower yet for yeah. a legit storm yeah. i've been able to move a few things out of the way or just let it melt off so, yeah yeah, you know, yeah. So, I, I think we got one coming this week though uh, it, it, it appears that way anyway uh, i'll take it thursday into friday but, <laughs> uh, but scott is here we're talking about uh, tom brady he's, he's going to be a free agent once the season is over uh, he'll be a, a hot commodity. He'll be able to choose, I, I'm sure, wherever he wants to go. Yeah. And uh, I, I, a lot of teams will, would like him, and, uh, and and Vegas seems to be a good fit. I, I don't know. I mean, San Francisco, that would be kind of a, a, a storybook finish for him because he grew up a 49er fan. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And they could, you know, they've, they've obviously got this, this really young, talented quarterback who could back up Brady for a season yeah. or so. Yeah. And, you know, you're right. I mean, San Francisco has crazy weapons on offense. Oh, and, man. you know, if Brady on a bad day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Brady yeah. on a bad day would be very difficult to beat in a division where there's some real question marks all of a sudden because Arizona injury riddled problems to yeah. Kyler Murray and, and they've just got they've got question marks going into next year. Same yeah. with um, I, I mean, Seattle overperformed. Geno Smith looked great. He did. The he question is, can he better sustain? than Russell Wilson? Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's for sure. <laughs> so you know, and then and then the Rams, the Super Bowl defending Rams from just last year that had a horrible season, but yeah. a lot of it was also injuries. Yeah, that's the kind of division that 
can um, fall away and fall apart and San Francisco has a, a smooth ride into the playoffs or it can be murderer's row, yeah. <laughs> much like the NFC East, which is remarkable to me. There's no I can't find I can't imagine anybody on the planet that would have predicted three NFC East teams to be in the final four of the NFC playoffs yep. this deep into the season. And you've That's got crazy. an NFC East matchup coming up That's right. uh, this weekend with the Giants at Philadelphia. Oh, my gosh. I'll tell you, uh, the, the Giants are, are playing so well. I mean, they, they are. They really and truly are being yeah. knocking off the uh, the Vikings and uh, Brian Dayball, their head coach, former Patriots assistant. Yes, has uh, really solidified that franchise. It's so, a scary team. The Giants. It, it, the Giants, and, and strangely enough, Jacksonville. Yeah. Those are two teams. Yeah. Nobody's going to want to play right now. Oh, that that is for sure. What what a comeback <laughs> oh they had. Gosh. I mean, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, what a Jekyll and Hyde game it was. Yeah, I mean, it's nuts. First half he was terrible, four interceptions. And then second half, four touchdown passes. It's unbelievable. <laughs> what a turnaround. And you know, I, I know everybody's watching. You know, Cincinnati and Buffalo. Don't know what to expect from those two teams that have had superior seasons, but right. both played subpar playoff games, and now they have to play each other again to finish what was started when we had that horrible situation a few weeks ago. So it'll be uh, an interesting game, but both teams did not play well, but played well enough to win and advance. So one of those two teams is going to the AFC Championship, and yep. you've got to imagine it's against KC, because at some point yeah. the clock strikes 12 on Cinderella in Jacksonville. But wow, Trevor Lawrence has given us all good Trevor reason Lawrence to enjoy a game. Pat Mahomes, pretty good matchup there. That yeah. is a scramble fest if there ever was one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it should, should be a lot of fun to watch. It's so who's your Super Bowl pick, then? Of I the think teams it, we got I left? Think, I think it's going to be Kansas City and San Francisco. I think that's a really, really good pick. A good pick. I'm, gonna, I'm going to say Buffalo versus Philly. Okay. I'm going with those two. There you go. A couple of Northeast teams <laughs> that, you know, uh, playing out West in Arizona. Absolutely. On uh, February 12th. And don't forget uh, to go to a Swim with a Mission, uh, swam.org, and uh, buy a $100 raffle ticket for your chance to uh, win a Patriots Super Bowl ring. And uh, it's, it's an amazing opportunity. Uh, you could never purchase one if you tried online or anywhere else. And this is your chance to win it through a, a raffle for uh, veterans and veterans organizations. And so uh, get to that uh, website right now, swam.org. The Patriots may not be going to the Super Bowl this year, but you can have something that feels like you it. You could given, win a Super Bowl <laughs> ring. And I know given the, the timing of the raffle. It's valued at uh, $70,000, but again, it's it's priceless. You couldn't buy one. I right. don't care how much money you have. You share a you piece of have, jewelry that only another 50 to 60 people have on this planet, including Tom Brady. That's you guys, right. You, a brother or sister in arms. Brady has that same ring, so <laughs> so then so there you go. Yeah, now is the time to do it. So we, we talked about a little bit about football, uh, the, the Bruins and Celtics. You could you could not possibly ask for more than you've gotten from both of those teams. It's wonderful. It's a it's a great time to be a New England sports fan because although the Pats are out of it, the, the the Bruins and the Celtics are just the classes of their respective sports right yeah. now. Not just winning, but dominating and looking very strong, very deep, yeah. and very prepared to make the deep run, barring any major injuries. So it is a, a, an amazing run. And listen, hope always springs eternal this time of year because we're only a few weeks away from uh, pitchers and catchers reporting for the Red Sox. Yep. And although 
I don't think expectations are terribly high right now. Hope always springs eternal that maybe, just maybe, uh, a band of misfits emerges like has done in Red Sox lore of the last few well, years. nobody expected much in 1967. No, they didn't. Either. They didn't at all. And, and, and no one still... expected much in 2013. Exactly. Yep. And there, are, there were some good free agent acquisitions so far. We've got a great third baseman. Got Bogarts. For a long time. Right? Yep. So uh, yep. we've, got, we've got some... Some holes to fill, but some players that were battling injury that maybe they come back healthy, and you just never know. Because that that team from 2018 that just set the world on fire yeah. and you know just won at a clip that you don't see in professional baseball. That is true. We knew they'd be good. Nobody thought they'd be that good. Right. And so you just never know. And, and you think about 2013 and 2012 under Bobby Valentine, they right? finished last in the division, and then won. which they did this past year, <laughs> right. and then won the World Series. That's right. So yeah. you, you just never know. You just never know. I think the division will be tough. I think that makes it more fun, more interesting and, and meaningful games throughout the course of a long season, but... You, you just never know. So it's it's a great time to be a New England sports fan. And I think there there may be some changes uh, along the way, even before spring training starts. Uh, you know, it, it's tough to lose a guy like Xander Bogart. But I also believe that uh, San Diego seriously overpaid yes. for Xander Bogart. Yep. As good as he is, yeah. as good as he is, if I had to choose between the two guys that the Red Sox could sign, I would take... Devers, I would over, too over Bogarts. I would too. Yep, you've got a better long game for um, for quality play, and uh, you're avoiding what is the sort of the as you get older drop off of performance. Yeah. And that shortstop position, you can't mess with that. I think it's. I actually think it's harder to find a, a, a Devers out there than it is to find a replacement for Bogarts. So I, I think on that move they they did well. But I think you and I would also both agree that this organization has allowed way too many homegrown talents oh, to leave right. the well, farm. You know, the one that kills me is Mookie Betts, Betts. really. They should have because never let him go. To me, he is still uh, the best all-around player in baseball. I agree. And I know there's a lot of people that are Aaron Judge fans out there that oh, would yeah. argue with yeah. us, and that's and fine. They can, but and Mike Trout fans and yeah. all that. But to me, Mookie can do it all. He's yeah. the best five-tool player in baseball, You know, homegrown in the Red Sox organization. And uh, just a shame to have him get away and for, since he, for so little. Right. And since uh, he entered pro baseball, the team on which he has played has been a World Series contender every season. Yeah. I'm not sure you can compliment a player more than that because he is the impact player on his team yeah. every season. Yeah. He's and, the guy. And will continue to be no for, doubt. for quite some time. But but Devers, I'm I'm so glad they, they you know wrapped him up for uh yes. the rest of his career, really. Yeah. Uh you know, powerful left handed batter in the middle of that lineup and they need that. Oh my gosh. Because yes. they really don't have too much home run punch left. No, uh, in that lineup. No, they're going to have to home grow a new uh, big batter, and then honest, honestly, I feel like um, the the biggest sort of um, uh, disappointment in the Red Sox organization, and a lot of it is because of injuries, is the the lack of rising to the potential of the pitching rotation. Yeah, we got to get back to that strong. You shut them down, pitching rotation with a good bullpen and a strong closer. We we lost that over the last oh, yeah. couple of years, yeah. and I feel like that's what's really dinged us. Because if you think back on last season, 
there were countless times we were leading the game, going yep. into late innings, and the bullpen and the closer lost it. So that right there, you yep. changed that piece of it, and the fortunes of the Red Sox team for the last well, season Let's see changes. what Kenley Jansen can do we'll on, see. out of the bullpen. Again, that's right. Again, uh, yeah. hope springs eternal, my friend. That it does. <laughs> and let's hope Chris Sale can stay healthy. Oh, my God, yes. Uh, one good season from him. Yeah, one good season. Just give us w- one. Would be great. W- would be great. Well, Scott Spradling, always a delight to have you with us uh, in studio to talk about any number of things. We never know where it's going to go. <laughs> that's right. But it, it's usually toward the, the, the sports world. So Love that's, it. that's not a bad thing. Ken Kale, thank or the, you for or all the you entertainment do. world. Uh, we appreciate you, Ken. Thanks and, a lot. Uh, I want to see that Scott Spradling band again <laughs> in the not too distant future. Coming soon. All right. Coming soon to a theater near you. <laughs> and and uh, don't forget the uh, Patriots Super Bowl ring raffle from Swim with a Mission, SWAM.org. Check it out. You could be the proud owner of a Super Bowl ring donated by uh, Lou Embriano. What, what a great gesture. How, how do you donate a Super right? Bowl ring? Unbelievable. Oh, goodness, I know. I Such generosity. <laughs> it really is. Scott, thanks so much. Thanks, Ken. Have a Scott's great day. Scott Spradling in studio, folks. He'll be back, hopefully, in the not-too-distant future. We're all done. Time flies when you're having fun. That's a wrap on Wednesday. That's it. Kale and Company, presented by Northeast Delta Dental.